0: Welcome to the Following Jesus Together podcast. I'm Justin Elifros, and today we're going to be talking about something that we've done as a whole church in the past. We we have called it October Month of Prayer, but even before we started recording, Andy Green and Ryan Wester is with me. Uh, Andy, we don't want to just call it October Month of Prayer anymore, no. and why is that? Well,
1: I think, I think it's good to to pray more often than just once a month. once a year. <laughs> That's right. right? Pray, so pray without ceasing. We're calling it month of prayer. I love it. We can do it all the time.
0: Uh, Andy Green has been, how long have you been a member of the Village Church? Yeah, Andy? We
1: have, uh, we just, we just became teenagers. So
0: a little over 13 years. Okay. That's I awesome. love it. And you've been on staff for how long now? Four months. And local missions director is your title. That's right. I love it. Yes. And we're excited to have you. Uh, anything else you want to tell us about you before we hop in? Um, I'm not me without my bride, Karen.
1: That's right. We've, uh, next week. Who's a prayer deacon. Prayer deacon. Yep. Yep. We've coming up on 19 years
0: of marriage. We've got three it. kids, yeah. Marbella, Milana, and Micah. Okay. We love being here. I love it. Well, we love what you get to oversee within local missions. Some of the things you've been able to do over the last few months and just looking forward to continuing to partner with you, uh, in loving our community around us, those that, uh, and, and really just mobilizing our church towards, um, loving our neighbor well. And so we're, we're really excited about that. But as we think about not, not October month of prayer, as we think about month of prayer, I don't want to even assume that people see prayer as valuable or even practice it in their life. Or the prayer that they do practice is very one-dimensional, one-liners, uh, but there's so much more depth that comes along with that. And so what's the first thing that comes to your mind? If I were just to say, hey, why is prayer important? What's the first thing that comes to your mind? That's like,
1: the core of relationship with Mm -hmm. the lord right Uh, we our god wants to talk with us right and sitting down yeah this is what's a relationship if you're if it's just one-way communication or if there's no communication so it's just a core of that right it's this privilege to to come into the throne room to to speak with our father and that's where relationship happens it's good
2: yeah, I um I read something one time that said prayer is a gospel privilege, and mm-hmm. that just um it was very profound to me. And um it's kind of one of those things where we get to actually enter into an incredibly sacred space anytime, mm-hmm. anytime that we want. And then in the scriptures, uh, whenever the disciples, you know, when they are asking Jesus anything, you know, they they ask him how to pray. They didn't ask him anything else. You know, they could have asked him how to evangelize, how to cast out demons, all those things, but they asked him, um, how do we pray? And when we look at the Lord's Prayer Yes, it can be something that we just teach our kids to memorize or whatever else. But when you actually look at the elements of the Lord's Prayer, it speaks to a profound truth that we are aligning ourselves with God's purpose and His will. That, yes, we get to see so many different types of prayer in Scripture, but mm-hmm. the, the end goal is that we are unified in Christ and we are aligning ourselves with the God of the universe that created us and knows all things and is for our good.
0: Yeah. And when Jesus gives that prayer— Um, he's like, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Like together we are breaking through in the darkness that is in this world. And to your point, aligning ourselves with what God is doing here. And as we show unity and as we pray together, as we show solidarity and forgiveness and, you know, Jesus says, and forgive us our debts as we also forget our debtors, that Debtors, that as we do this, we are partnering with God and bringing about His kingdom on this earth, just as it is in heaven. So I love that you said prayer is a gospel privilege. I think that's beautiful. And so as we think about prayer, and we also think about praying together. Why is that important?
2: So, this is one of the things that we can just see all throughout scripture. So, in the Old Testament, we have tons of examples of what it looked like to pray on behalf of the entire people of God. There's in the Psalms, the Psalms are nothing but prayers to God, just petitioning, lamenting, praising, all of those things. But then also in the New Testament, we see Paul over and over again asking the churches to pray for him. So, we have example after example after example on prayer being a communal thing, that it's not just something we do by ourselves, but it's something we ask of others to do for us, with us. We collectively do these things. So first and foremost, I would say it's important because it's modeled for us in Scripture, Old Testament and New Testament. Also, so prayer is just an incredibly powerful and intimate thing. So um, yes, we have those examples of Jesus withdrawing and praying. Um, so as you as you pray, there There can be this tendency to have different types of prayers when you're alone by yourself and being just really vulnerable before the Lord. And then some people can just feel like they need to somewhat church it up when they're praying with other people. It's so important to pray together because hopefully as this becomes just more of like a rhythm in your life with others, those walls can break down, and you are formed and shaped in community by one another. That just happens, whether you want it to or not. The people that you spend your time with, you're going to start looking like. But as we pray together, our prayers are also going to shape and form us. Um, they're also going to shape and others. There's something really, really beautiful about getting insight into another person's prayer life, um, because like you said, it's relationship. Yeah. You're getting to see somebody else's relationship with the Lord on a much, much different level than them just telling you what their theology.
1: Well, I'd say early and in- my oh, early in my faith walk, aka like the first twenty five years, right, praying in groups was more me waiting for my turn to pray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, even in group life, right, even yeah. in home groups, it's like, okay, we're going around. I'm gonna squeeze the hand. It's the next person's turn. To pray, right. <laughs> oh <my God>. But <laughs> sweaty palms and everything. But in yes. reality, but now you knew who like, was nervous. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But as we've moved into more um, corporate prayer spaces here at the church, we've got three, at least three times per week that we're meeting together and doing for prayer. These. These are opportunities for me to partner with the other person who's speaking. Mm-hmm. So instead of just like, okay, what am I going to say when it's my turn to pray? I'm, I'm praying in unison with like yes. their prayers are becoming my prayer. This yeah. is becoming, you know, we're becoming one body as mm-hmm. we're praying. And, and that's, a, that's an enriching growth in my prayer life is being able to do that. And we just had prayer at 6 a.m. this morning, sweet 165. And it was like the other men that were in there hearing them pray I wasn't just waiting. I was like, "Yes," and and that was sparking my own prayers that would be to come.
2: Yeah. Right? So yeah, yeah. And then back to what you were saying, as far as like your will be done as it, on earth as it is in heaven, prayer is kingdom warfare. Mm-hmm. Um, we are battling alongside our brothers and sisters. So when we join together in prayer, we are. Legit doing spiritual warfare together, whether it be praising the Lord, the enemy hates that, or whether we're actually like petitioning and asking for things, asking for breakthrough, asking for salvation. Like we're getting to actually push back darkness alongside our brothers and sisters. And again, just continues to feed into this. Um, we are a family. We are a spiritual family. We are not lone Christians. We are in this together.
0: Yeah. And you brought up earlier, like the Psalms, you know, and yeah. my favorite thing about the scriptures is just how honest that they are. And so Very we actually honest. get to join in and lament Psalms or other mm-hmm. Psalms that, um, honestly, I think we would be a little scared. We'd be concerned if somebody was praying the way that David prays or somebody else, you know, prays in the Psalms. You mean that, when
2: he's like asking God to destroy people? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So that would be an awkward home group night. Uh, but, or
2: a fun one. Or a really
0: fun one. Or a really fun <laughs> one. <laughs> it's like both and uh, there. Um, but yeah, like there's just something about being able to join in on the ancientness of our faith and yes. looking at the scriptures. And that, you know, um, yeah, it's just our turn to be able to step into those things and to be able to pray with the spirit of God and then with his people. Uh, there's yeah. just something really beautiful about that. I think it's important also to to just to identify
1: like who you are, like where you are with your prayer life, mm-hmm. um, recognizing that we're all probably not where we want to be, but we know somebody who it's not just that they've got better prayer language, but like they've got a prayer, fervor, a hunger. You can feel mm-hmm. the intimacy that they have with the Father. You can just kind of, it just kind of exudes out. And of that's them. what reading the Psalms is like. It's like, yeah. I feel like I'm like.
2: Reading someone's personal diary.
1: reading And yeah. just getting this intimate view, this like a voyeur into somebody else's prayer closet and seeing that. And when you pray in community, you get a chance to, that's like, there's discipleship happening in those Mm -hmm. moments. Not that I'm just going to carbon copy somebody else's prayer, but I see their hunger. I see their application. I see what they're doing. I see their dedication.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, And then we slowly start to Look more like that, right? Yeah, and it, maybe at a future point, future episode, we can talk about the different types of prayer and kind of go down that path. Yeah. Uh, for this episode, we really want to have you on, Andy, to, to tell us a little bit more about as you work with Trevor Joy and your team and thinking about the month of prayer or a month of prayer mm-hmm. at TVC. There's a couple resources, a couple guides that you guys have created and done an excellent job on, so we really want to flesh that out and yeah. then just think about. How can a home group do that during the season of month of prayer?
1: Yeah. So month of prayer, I'm so excited for month of prayer this year,
0: uh, just
1: because every year we, we seem to, it's not just about adding more programming or adding something to it, but we're just, we're maturing just like, as we just talked about growing with our prayer. Uh, and so we do, we've got the digital prayer guide. Um, this prayer guide really, uh, identifies how individuals and community can it structures the month Mm -hmm. right structures that month and so uh, one of the ways that we've done this and this is a a repeating rhythm is that we have these these weeklies if you will so in the four weeks of a month we've identified hey there's um there's this outline we're going to take repentance Mm -hmm. renewal radical devotion and revival and so we've got anchor points throughout those seven day periods of of scripture and different ways that you can pray uh, but what we're doing this year, in addition to that, is we're adding in uh, opportunities, prayer walking, br- bridging in more technology, um, apps different to to help enrich that. Uh, we've got resources. And then the most exciting part that we're bringing in, I think, this this year
0: is 24-7 prayer across the church. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm super excited. So all these things will be in the show notes. So the digital prayer guide we'll put in the show notes. Uh what we're calling the prayer hour wheel, that will be in the show notes. But you just mentioned repentance, renewal, radical devotion, and revival. That's not new language that we've used. That is something that we've used in the past. But just give a quick primer on each of those things. Why 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 are those the things that we as a church corporately want to pray about?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So when we when we approach the throne room, we approach Lord. We, we want to come in from a position like Lord, clear out. And this is like, there's so much scripture yeah. alongside yeah. of this. Like clear out my heart. I want to become clean before you. And so we're going to approach this month with repentance, asking God to forgive our sins corporately, forgive the sins of the church of our of our city, our state, of our nation. Yeah, uh, and moving forward through that. And so you know, we're just encouraging groups in this time in this first week to you know spend time just in some silence reflection of time before, before the Lord um, approach repentance for me uh, and for others as well is the best way to approach that is to be silent before God, right? Taking some deep, slow breaths and just allowing the Lord to, to bring up the areas that I need to repent for um, allowing him to speak to my heart. And so from there we shift through into uh, renewal uh, really asking the Lord to bring renewal to our church. Renewal usually comes before revival, right? So renewal is me as a believer, right? The Mm -hmm. Lord kind of bringing things back up, um, reviving. I know we're talking about revival next, but it's renewing within my heart, right? My love, my first love, right, for the King. Uh, So uh, what's it look like for us to renew our home group, right? To make people, how do we look more like Jesus within this month? Give us a passion for his presence, his word Mm -hmm. growing within that. And then we shift over into radical devotion, right? So as we've seen our lives kind of be, be renewed as as believers, right? How do we recommit and get radically devoted uh, that we look different than the community around us? Uh, and so we've got scripture points, prayer points uh, for a group. And then lastly, we finish out the month uh, with revival, which is you know, we want this outpouring not just to sit within our home groups and to sit within our church, but we want to we want to impact the community around us. And this is what I love doing so much with local missions: is I want the community around our church transformed, not just to be a church on the corner of Morrison four hundred seven, yeah. that people know that we exist, but people that know that their lives have been impacted because this church exists on this corner.
2: Yeah, I love that. I also would love to hear a little bit more about what does uh, what is this month of prayer going to look like corporately at TVC in general? Like, are there things that we're doing as a church all together? Is this all individual in their home groups? Just for anyone that's never experienced this before, what does this look like as a whole?
1: Yeah. So the Lord would have it that October 1st is a Sunday.
0: Yes. Praise the well, He's in control. Right. You know, it's won't like he do it in this month
1: of prayer? <laughs> can't guarantee it? that's going to happen every <laughs> month. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll start with our normal rhythm of encounter and um and just kick things off but as i said earlier we've got 24 7 prayer Mm -hmm. and so we have created and are allowing all 744 hours from 12 o'clock on the third on the first all the way through the end of the 31st uh one hour prayer blocks where uh individuals groups can sign up and can reserve an hour of prayer uh and what we're doing to help facilitate that is we've created this, you mentioned it earlier, this prayer wheel, which really kind of gets, it's adapted a little bit from Dick Eastman's Hour That Changed the World. Yeah. Um, It's a great book. And So what we're doing is allowing groups and individuals to sign up for an hour. Now you can pray however you want for that hour, but my experience is when you sign up for an hour of prayer or you say, hey, let's get together and pray for an hour, and Jesus even said this to his disciples in the garden, right? When he invited them to come pray. Yes. Uh, is and then they fell asleep. And That's they fine. fell asleep. <laughs> whatever. Right. So it's like, okay, great. I signed up for this prayer. isn't a power nap at 10. <laughs> it's 1006. Yeah, what do I do what now? What am I praying for now? And so we've this hour of prayer really structures in six minute blocks mm-hmm. 10 segments, which make this hour of prayer so accessible for families or for groups. And it's it's really sure. a model that I hope will live beyond this month that people will take these resources. Uh, and we'll use that and
0: uh, really will'' we'll change your heart posture towards prayer. yeah. so just so really quick, the repentance renewal, radical devotion, revival. yeah, that is set up and this is on the digital prayer guide for week one is repentance. Week two is renewal. Week three is radical devotion and week four is revival. and then this this prayer hour wheel, broken up into six minutes is something that's also in conjunction with the twenty four hours. St- Yep. And seven prayer. So think mm-hmm. big themes yep. across the week, corporately as a church. Yep. These are the things that we
1: want and that we anchor. And then as we come into the signing up or your individual prayer time, mm-hmm. now we're helping you structure. And, and really, this is a discipleship tool, right? Yep. For sure. We, we're we're not all varsity in prayer. We're all growing in it. And so how do we approach prayer? This prayer wheel will help guide you through that and make prayer more accessible. Um and enjoyable and transformational in your life
2: absolutely you mentioned you can sign up for this individually or as a group what would it look like for a home group to sign up for an hour together
1: yeah so i think the, the group leader or somebody would sign up so the way the technology will work somebody will sign up it'll take that hour um out of the inventory if you will and then mm-hmm. that group can grab together and whether you want to choose the power hour at 3 a.m <laughs> or you want to align it with your home group um it's it's up to you
0: yeah yeah yeah, I love it. And, you know, definitely a hunger builder can do that and they can pray together corporately or they take a whole day or they take, you know, whatever it might be. And it's like, hey, you, you take one o'clock. Yeah. I'll take two o'clock. I'll take three o'clock. And then maybe the next week, all they're doing is like, man, the Lord met me in this space. And I just want to share that with the rest of you and almost testifying to what the Lord did during mm-hmm. that hour, uh, again, both individually, but then also corporately as they come together you know one of the things that for our home groups what i love and you've hit on this a few times and one of the things that we say a lot is that home groups is a wide space for anyone to take the next step of following jesus mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so within prayer in particular you're going to have those in your group that are further down that path and it becomes a space where they actually get to not only model but then maybe even teach others about how to interact with the father in that way because you're going to have others that are i mean, either they're brand new christians or just praying in a different way, other than you know, one sentence prayers is just a different thing, and they've never experienced that mm-hmm. before. And so, for them to take a step forward does not mean that in one day they're doing exactly what everybody else is doing. But maybe for them, it's like, God, I'm actually just going to be silent for a second, and mm-hmm. I'm just going to listen. And maybe mm-hmm. that's like their baby step yeah. towards a more, more more mature discipleship with Jesus.
1: Absolutely. L- I mean, listening is a form of prayer, yes. right? <laughs> so prayer. many my prayer growing grown up, is just, Lord, here's the list of things that that's I need. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why going back to that model of the Lord's Prayer yep. and praying the Lord's Prayer can really start to shape our perspective of what we're doing, right? Mm-hmm. We're not only just praying for our needs, right? We're, we're praying for others. We're praying for protection, that spiritual warfare yep. element. And so in the hour of prayer, actually, one of the things, so as we break up the hour into these 10 segments, um, and just kind of rattling them off real quick, right? Praise and worship. We're going to open up by praising the Lord. Um, some type of worship song that you that you know, right? We wanna come into his presence with thanksgiving. Then we're gonna move into a few minutes of quieting our heart, right? Creating that place where we can just rest and get into that intimate space with the Lord. Confession, we talked about that. That aligns with our first week in this big theme. And then moving into praying the Lord's prayer, right? Six minutes takes you 45 seconds to a minute to read it, but they're just moving through each stanza in that, right? Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, and moving through that prayer. Uh, once we move through that, we've got six minutes of being still, right? Still and silent, right? So different different than being quiet before the Lord and just kind of settling ourselves and allowing that intimacy to begin, but just being still and praying for calmness. And this is also a great time as you're getting into it to find that that opportunity to protect yourself from distraction, mm-hmm. right?
2: It's a discipline.
1: Yeah and then we'll move through into kind of an intercessory format, right? So these next blocks really for our church, praying for our goers, praying for the unreached, praying for our church and our community, and then moving into uh, a gratitude, right? Closing our prayer um, with gratitude um, and declaring God's glory. And so, you know, with that, sound easy. I could read it off in a minute. That's 60, that's 60 minutes yeah. mm-hmm. in those in those 10 segments and that you can you can use that in home group. Yeah, you can do that right? all, that's, anytime. That's this is a format. You're gonna open your home group with with prayer or with praise, right? A worship song, and then you move into a little bit of confession and and, and talking, and then and you get into to the scripture, to the word, mm-hmm. um, praying the scripture. I, I remember um, one of my favorite home groups that we did um, when we were leading. We I took Psalm 119. There's 22 stanzas in it, right? Hey, here's a big intimidating book. How often do you just sit down and be like, oh, I'm gonna read Psalm 119 today? we did it as a home group. We had 11 people there that night. There's 22 stanzas. It took us about 20 minutes. Each person just read a stanza and we prayed the word. So as I read verses, you know, one through eight, I'd then finish that with 30 seconds of just a little bit of prayer towards that end. Mm -hmm. And then 30 minutes later, you've just read and prayed through scripture as a home group.
0: It's great. I love it. Um, So as we think about, and by the way, Andy, like, and you probably know this, but Donald Whitney's Praying the Bible would be a great resource for anybody who's trying to begin the journey of maybe praying the scriptures for mm-hmm. the first time. Uh, you can either get the book or you can just go Google it, and a video will pop up of him actually doing that around Psalm 23, I believe. That is, that is on there on the resources? Come our on! Resources in our digital prayer guide. Mutual mind right here, Andy. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yes. Uh, hey, Ryan, as we think about a family discipleship, how to incorporate kids kind of into some of this with prayer. Like what are some things that you would say that could be helpful here?
2: Yeah, well, Andy started us off. Uh, one of our big truths is that we teach our kids that God wants to talk to us. Um, that it isn't just for the the little kids. It's for everyone. But I really want to just highlight the fact that this month of prayer is a beautiful time to really hone in on this. Um, make sure the kids in your group know that they're just as much a part of this as every adult in the room. Um, we're a welcoming home for all ages and stages. Yeah. Yeah. So, But I, I want to encourage the parents and just the group members, this doesn't have to be complicated or overtorked. So all those different prayer points that we have. This is a great opportunity um, to at bedtime or at dinner or on the way to school, take one of those elements and model it for them. Great example, um the other night I was really trying to get my kids out of the just petitioning because we always want them to have like a natural rhythm for prayer. So a lot of times we just let them pray. But then every once in a while we want to, you know, kind of guide and and disciple um so we talked about praise so i introduced some scripture that talked about hey we should praise the lord so we talked about what it means to praise god and then we had each family member pray a prayer of praise it can be that simple. That took five minutes of bedtime. Mm -hmm. So as you're prepping for these home group times, or as you're prepping for these prayer walks, just be thinking about how you can take advantage of the moments, the moments of life on how you can just be discipling your kids so that when it comes to those times, they have buy-in because they should. We want them to pray with us. And so just don't, Don't neglect them. Incorporate them into it. Ask the kids questions. If you're prayer walking, as you're walking around, encourage them by just sparking their curiosity. Ask them questions like, hey, who do you think lives in that house that we're passing? What do you think God says about them? What do you think he thinks about them? And just have them um, just foster that curiosity that they have. That alone will just help spark just a more natural rhythm of like what it looks like to talk to the Lord. But one of the other things that I would love for all of us to just keep in mind is that we're modeling this for them. I have talked to so many adult volunteers, um, whether it be VBS or you know in the kids' classrooms or whatever, that they're looking to you. So the way you worship the Lord, the way you're praying to the Lord, they're watching you, and that's going to impact them for a very, very long time. So if your worship to the Lord is very dull and mundane, your kids don't see the joy in that. Mm-hmm. So if we actually consider prayer vital— if we actually consider this an act of spiritual warfare and worship and us getting to enter into the throne room of the King of Kings, that should be felt by our kids. Yeah. And so just being mindful of how we do this with them actually is a model for how they will continue to do that.
1: That's right. You know, as you as you were just saying with, with the prayer and, and just modeling it for the kids, when we're talking about just using that prayer wheel as an example for an hour, that doesn't mean that you need an hour. You can yes. take— take a wedge out of that pie. Don't And if the you do in a whole
2: hour, please let me know how and you then, did it. <laughs> and
1: then tonight, tonight with your family, okay, we're going to do the unreached, we're yes. going to intercede for the unreached and we're going to use the unreached app or the Joshua Project and we're going to just, we're going to, whatever popped up today and we're going to spend five minutes as a family and so now you're thinking outside mm-hmm. of yourselves for your petition. Now you're petitioning for somebody else or today we're going to be praying for our staff. For sure. We're going to, We're going to pick somebody randomly off the church website and pray for a staff member.
2: Absolutely. And lastly, don't be afraid to have fun. Yeah, seriously. Y'all, we take ourselves way too seriously. And sometimes I feel like prayer in general can just feel so, like, serious. Yes. Yes, it is. Especially whenever you're lamenting or whenever you're confessing. And we have to show that to our kids also. But as as you're just getting them, as you're trying to include them, Think about what it would look like to just grab the box of chalk and go outside and start writing scriptures and prayers for your neighbors. What a sweet blessing that would be to be walking down the street and then see that some sweet kid drew a prayer for you as you were walking. I love that. You know, just whatever it looks like to just be mindful. Be mindful of their development. Be mindful where they are. Some of you are going to have three-year-olds in your group. It's going to look a lot different on how you incorporate a three-year-old versus a 13-year-old. So be mindful of those things and ask, just ask the kids to have buy-in. Ask them how they would want to include themselves in these things.
0: Yeah, I think that last one is really important. Asking them, like, what does it look like for you to be a part of this too? And I've heard Matt McCauley, who's our family minister, he talks about this a lot, where it's like, don't see your kids as something to overcome. No, they're not Mm
2: -hmm. obstacles. See them
0: as something to invite into and that they are also a a part of your home group or they are also a part of your spiritual family. And so what does it look like for all of us to do this together? I I have been shocked at some of the things that my kids have said Mm -hmm. or received from the Lord. And I'm like, Okay that's really good you know like and it it forms me you know Absolutely. and it creates an expectancy from me to be able to step in that. Now, to be clear, that does not always happen. And
2: you mean uh, my son asking for all the Lego sets in the world?
0: Yeah, that's right. God told me to Isn't tell it you, profound?
2: Mom, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he I did. I need all
0: the Lego sets. Uh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, as we kind of close things down here, Andy. Number one, I just want to say thank you for all yes, of your intentionality and you. in helping us corporately step into some of these things. I know you're building upon some that have come before mm-hmm. you, but I think the clarity that you've brought in the twenty-four hour, uh, seven-hour prayer and some of the other things is just really, really helpful. So thank you for that. Is there anything that we want to communicate at the very end here that we haven't already?
2: The only thing I want is just to speak to the leaders for just a second. We talk a lot about planning with purpose. This is another opportunity for you to plan with purpose. So um, if your group has never participated in this, this would be like, hey, at your next gather. Talk about this. Bring this up. You never know what group members have already signed up for an hour if y'all aren't actually talking about it. So making sure that you're actually doing this, um, using this as a great opportunity to do it together, even if it is just individuals signing up for different hours. What would it look like just to start a text thread about those? And like you said earlier, have somebody share what that hour looked like for them. What did the Lord speak to them? Or who did the, who were they praying for specifically? How can we encourage each other? But you have to actually bring it up and talk about it. So make sure that you're actually planning to have these conversations with your group. And are we going to attend encounter together? Are we going to sit together and do this all together? So that that sets the stage for the rest of the month. So just be mindful of how you can actually be purposeful with this month together.
0: Yeah, and, and if you haven't had a chance to plan with purpose mm-hmm. in moving forward, then feel free to use this episode and share it with your group members and say, hey, let's listen to this and then talk about it this week on For Tuesday sure. or whatever yeah. it might be so that you can begin to think in an, in a way where all of us hold this space as a sacred space mm-hmm. together. I'm so excited.
1: And there's so And there's so much like what the Lord is doing right now yeah. within prayer at our church, um, four new prayer deacons, right? Growing prayer ministries, prayer hours that are happening day, week. We've got there's a group of men prayer walking yeah. the Highland Village campus while our students are in there praying, yeah. spiritual warfare yeah. going on, um, contending for them. We yeah. have so much happening within the church as as we get on our knees and as we pray and and as these as leaders lead out and share and encourage their groups to come alongside mm-hmm. of this. The the Lord will move, yeah. right? This. This is what brings about every single change, mm-hmm. confession and repentance and people getting on their knees and praying. And so
0: yeah. uh, we're excited to see what this does in the life of our church and the life of our community. Yeah. It's good life Absolutely. Our Andy, we appreciate you joining us. And listeners, as always, thank you for joining us. And we really, really hope that this has stirred your heart just towards love and good deeds as we all have the opportunity to follow Jesus together. See you next time.